This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into Rex, Rural Exchange Radio on your Saturday morning. Well, a slight reshuffle of proceedings this weekend. Uh, we're going to have the latest edition of Yes Minister, uh, which is our loosely applied term for this slot. And our guest this week has just recently been handed the National Party's agriculture spokesperson role, uh, taking over from uh, Todd Muller. Uh, it's a different Todd. Todd McClay, welcome on to Rex. Todd, how are you? Hey, Miss. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, great to have you here. Look, um, you know, a bit of a, a heck of a time to be given this role. There's a lot happening in the ag space at the moment, which I guess is a pretty good thing as well. Yeah, it is a very good thing. I mean, in part, I would argue there's far too much going on. Uh, and, you know, we'll probably get to that in a moment. But there's been so many new rules, legislation, regulations dumped on the rural sector over the last five or six years. You know, when I'm talking to farmers, that they're just finding it hard. Some of them are demoralised. And so, yeah, you're right. Um, but i tell you what I want to do. I'm so delighted Chris Luxon has offered me this portfolio to put it together with trade is um, find a way to back farmers so they can get on a farm, we can sell more overseas and make the country a better place. Well, that sounds like a, a, a good yeah. thing to aim for. Do you have any kind of background in agriculture, Todd, or what's your credentials in, the, in this space? What should, we, yeah. what should our listeners know about you? Yeah, certainly. Well, look, some of them will know about the stuff I did in trade uh, previously. I'm the person, the minister at the time, under the English government, who signed the TPP. And then when America pulled out, jumped on a plane and rushed around these countries to put it back together. I was also across in the UK when they left uh, the, the, the EU or the, the referendum went to, in favour of leaving and got the first commitment of any nation that they would do an FTA with us as soon as they had had pulled out. Look, I, uh, I grew up in and around rural areas. Uh, I studied agriculture for a time at school. Uh, before I left school and afterwards worked on farms. But I probably didn't really start really focusing uh, or sinking my teeth into agriculture and agricultural politics until I was an adult living and working overseas, both in the UK and the European Parliament. I work for Lord Henry Plum, who some of your listeners may know. He was president of the National Farmers Union in the United Kingdom uh, when uh, UK farmers along with the UK was brought into the common market with Europe. And they say, boy, did I learn a lot about politics uh, and agricultural politics from him and a lot about what not to do uh, from the European Union. Um, I've uh, represented a, a predominantly rural electorate for the last 15 years and have really got stuck in with my rural communities, both in the things that they need and they, they don't get from town, services and so on. But I suppose one of the things I'm most proud of in the early days is joining with a, a big group of farmers in the Rotorua Lakes catchment and engaging them with the Lakes Water Quality Society over a long-running dispute and battle over water quality in Lake Rotorua. And we uh, spent uh, many months in my office talking and negotiating, came up with an agreement where the, the Water Quality Society folk and the farmers could agree on language of the way forward, which really meant since farming has a role in that catchment and it has to be sustainable. And the farmers said, yes, we want uh, clean water and clean lakes. We then took on the regional council and did a similar process, reached agreement that got rid of a long-standing environmental court uh, dispute and gave certainty to farmers. And so, look, I have uh, probably haven't got as much soil under my fingernails as many others, but I'm 100% committed 
to this job. Uh, agriculture, to my mind, in our rural communities is the most important sector to the New Zealand economy, and I'm going to be a pretty loud voice on their behalf yelling about the stuff that needs to be done and also recognising the very, very many good things that happen in our rural areas that uh, you know, folk in towns and cities don't hear enough about. Mm. Well, you certainly sound like you've got enough soil under your fingernails to yeah. uh, do a good job representing farmers. What are the key issues you see facing our farmers in New Zealand uh, currently? Yeah, look, I, I, I'm going to say it, it's, it's so interesting, right? Um, if I think about my father who grew up on a farm and many of his brothers uh, were uh, farmers, and as a kid I would always be there, uh, it was always you know, such a buzz to go to a rural area and those rural communities were loud and proud and strong. I think over the last five or six years they're quite demoralised and it's, it's not surprising, I suppose, because whilst the Labour government ask our farmers to you know, help us get the economy through COVID and they stood up and did everything asked of them, actually they've been blamed for far too many things and for many in the minds of a lot of New Zealanders as a result of the leadership or lack of it from the current government, they see farming as a problem. I think we need to fix that. You know, I meet uh, mums and dads over the last week or two from farms who are worried that their their children as they grow up don't want to be farmers anymore. And I don't think it's for any other reason than, you know, um, you know, if you if you if you're interested in rural issues, you might as well go off and study to be a rural banker because you know you're going to be filling out lots and lots of papers and a lot of bureaucracy and so on. You know, farming should be about more time on the farm than it is in the office. So I think we've got a really big job to do there. Every time the government comes out with a new bit of legislation that they think is going to fix a problem, it always costs. We do need rules, but if there's more and more costs forced, to, you know, forced upon, uh, you know, our rural communities, then ultimately it's far too hard for them. That'd be the first thing. Second thing is, look, there's some really important things we need to do, and there's going to be much more talk around environment and water quality and emissions and so on. It's important we have those debates. I don't know, uh, you know, whether this is all being demanded by consumers overseas. It may well be. But I tell you why we, uh, as a sector and an industry, need to get this right. When I was trade minister, every time I went to Europe, uh, those who we compete against in, in agricultural trade across there, but everywhere in the world, look for any opportunity to jump on the back of New Zealand and say we're not uh, doing a good job and put up those barriers. And so it's really important we talk about our successes and what we've done, recognise uh, the hard work farmers do as custodians of the land and people who care about the environment, but we always need to do more. But I tell you, here's a commitment from me if we get into government and I become the agricultural minister, I will only make decisions and put them forward if it's the most efficient and best way to achieve what we need to and there won't be unnecessary, unreasonable cost upon the sector. And if we can start getting some of that right, I reckon that we will have more people farming, uh, we'll have more young people wanting to be involved in rural life and, you know, take farm off mum or dad when it is their time to do so. And then we can just leave them alone, they can sell more overseas and start earning more for the country to pay back this really big uh, uh, physical hole that uh, the current government's dug in our economy. There you go. That is Todd McClay. Thank you very much to Todd there, National Party Agricultural Spokesperson. Uh, makes a lot of sense there. And the big question we wanted answered, didn't we, Bex, was uh, the one that you put to him so eloquently. Uh, and I think he's ticked the boxes and qualified uh, for the role uh, of agricultural spokesperson and possibly minister.
Well, he certainly had a bit more of a background than I was expecting, yep. having um, actually studied ag, didn't he say, and, um, yeah. and worked on some farms and then obviously had quite a lot of experience uh, overseas. And the trade role does lend itself, I mean, trade and farming or agriculture are hugely linked, as we know. And then we hear there at the end his commitment if, if elected and he becomes the Ag Minister. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Stamp of approval from Pongara from uh, Bex Greaves there. And, of course, for me, he worked for Lord Henry Plum. What a name. Hey, that, that's <laughs> got to be good enough, hey, doesn't it? And I also like the fact where he said, talked about, let's recognise our successes and uh, don't let the numpties get away with the rubbish stuff, which always ends up uh, being reported. This is Royal Exchange. When we come back, it's weather with our green out of Kiwi, our ag weather with AFCO.